You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad that you tuned in today. Sarah Wedgworth is a guest with me on the podcast today. Fantastic episode. Can't wait for you to hear it. We're talking about her plans to spend some time in Belize on mission this summer. Sarah's going to be partnering with a boys' school that we love and have partnered with for years. Many of you know Lyle and Rose Rainey, who served down there for quite a while. I know that I was taking teams in 2003 when I was a youth minister. Stroh has taken many teams. My wife loves Belize. Some of the men of our church went down there years and years ago to do some construction work. This is a mission partner that lots of Carterville people have interacted with, so I'm super excited about what Sarah's doing, and I'm excited about the opportunity to introduce a few more people to missions partners that we think are fantastic. So, Sarah Wedgworth, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Mr. Ben. Hey, man, I'm so glad to have you, Sarah. All right, Sarah, as crazy as it sounds, there are going to be a few people listening to this podcast who are going to say, Sarah who? <laughs> Believe it or not, there's somebody at Carterville that doesn't know Sarah Wedgworth. So can you tell us just a little bit about who you are? How old are you? Who's your family? How long have you been at Carterville? So I am a student at William Carey University. I am a senior and I graduate in November. Um, I'm 21 years old. I'll turn 22 while I'm in Belize. Um, I've been coming to Carterville for uh, about 15 years. My parents are Bill and Martha Wedgworth. They sing in the choir. You've probably seen them. Oh, they're great. <laughs> Can I tell you, my mind is blown that you're a college senior. <laughs> also, fun fact. So you're going to turn 22 in Belize, right? Mm-hmm, I, I turned 30 in Belize. Oh. I'm 44 now. But I remember the uh, my 30th birthday, we were doing a Bible school in Belize with the Votech. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd go and work with the boys. Then we'd go to a Bible school out in a local village. But I think uh, Lindsay was on that particular trip, I think. And she had a big goofy hat for me to wear and like a pin <laughs> or something. I mean, it was kind of silly, but it's a memory for me. Yeah. So anyway, 30 in Belize, 22 in Belize. Good for you, girl. <laughs> yeah. All right, so just a little bit about your perspective on the boys' school. So imagine Mm -hmm. this, Sarah. Imagine some Carterville listeners who've never been to Belize. They haven't listened to the podcasts about Belize, but they're listening to this one, (laughs) and they just need a framework. Like, what on earth is the mission there? What's What's happening down there? So the boys' school is a three-year school, and the boys who come, they learn a trade. They're about high school age. And they can do woodworking or mechanics, and there's some other stuff that they do, but those are the main two things. Um, so when they leave or graduate the school, they'll be able to either go straight to work or they can go and go to high school, finish some high school stuff, and go to college, just depending on what they want to do. One of the things that, that I didn't realize is that, obviously, educational systems are different around mm-hmm. the world. And what I learned when I first started partnering with the school is that in Belize, not everybody gets to go to the next level of school. And so some of these guys who don't get the opportunity to go to high school, uh, their life would be radically different if the boys' school wasn't there to teach them a trade or give them some makeup education and give them the opportunity to succeed and lead their family. But you know what? The educational components of this Mm -hmm. are a very practical, rubber-meets-the-road way to meet some real needs and change people's entire family dynamics. 
But under the surface, they're also teaching about Jesus and sharing mm-hmm. the gospel, creating a biblical worldview, and providing godly mentors and role models for kids so that they can impact Belize for the kingdom. And they've seen over the years lots and lots of boys give their life to Jesus and begin following Christ. That's what I love the I love the school. I love what happens down there. It truly is one of Lindsay's favorite places to serve. So, <laughs> yeah. Sarah, what are you going to be doing? So you're you're going to be going for how long? Yeah. When are you leaving? And what on earth are you doing? So I leave May fifteenth, which is Saturday. Um, I will be there for about two months at the boys' school, and then the rest of the time I'll be there until July thirty first. I'm fulfilling a uh, internship through for my school. And I'll be at a orphanage called LOL, Laugh Out Loud. But I'll tell you a little, about, a little bit about that in a minute. So at the boys' school, I'll be helping in the classroom. Just some of the students, I have a friend down there who just roomed there to be there full time. And she has been telling me about some of the students needing a lot more help than the other ones. But she's only one person. She can't do it. So I'll be helping with that. So they need a, a tutor, some direct, mm-hmm. some more one-on-one attention. Yeah. Awesome. I'll be doing that there, and then at the other place, at LOL, I'll just be there. I don't really know. I don't have, like, a set anything. So this will be your first time to work with Mm -hmm. that orphanage. It is. So you've worked with the boys' school plenty. Yes. But you also are going to experience a brand-new ministry Mm -hmm. while you're there. How cool. Okay, so, Sarah, I realize that one of the motivations for you spending the summer in Belize is that, uh, you know, in your major, I guess, I guess that is, is that intercultural it studies? Is, yes. Yeah. So I know there's an internship required there that you, you, you had the opportunity to pick lots of things though, mm-hmm. and you didn't have to go so far away. You didn't have to do this much. <laughs> Why did you decide to spend this time in Belize? I really feel that God is calling me to Belize ever since the first time I went in 2015. I was only about to turn 15. I was 14. Just Asking Pastor Frankie, the director of the school, hey, can I come back as an intern? He told me, no, you're too young. You're the same age as all these boys. And I was like, but I really want to come back. And so just praying about that and growing through the years. And the next year that I was able to go was 2017. And Pastor Frankie told me that I could be an intern. And I was like, really excited, kind of nervous, because I was like, I am kind of the same age as all these boys. So that was kind of weird being like their teacher and them being the same age as me, it was really hard, but I feel like God has taught me a lot through the years, and I've been able to help tutor some Spanish-speaking students at Cary and, like, around Cary, and so I feel like that's kind of what God is, like, calling me to do, and Belize is where I want to be, and it's where He showed me to be right now, so. Sarah, that's that's awesome. Well, I could not be more proud and more excited. I really, I really look forward to hearing when you get home, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the stories, but since you haven't been for this trip yet, because you leave <laughs> Saturday, yeah. you and I are recording this on Thursday. Everybody's listening to this podcast after you're already okay. <laughs> settled in Belize. But uh, let me ask you this. Look back. What are some of your favorite memories where you've seen mm-hmm. the Lord work while you were in Belize? I know it's a beautiful country. There's a lot of good things going there. There's also a lot of struggle. Mm-hmm. But where have you seen the Lord work in your life or in the boys' lives while you've been going, because you've gone a bunch. I mean, over the years, you've you've gone with, with the church. You've stayed extra, and you've been over there by yourself some. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you have seen God do over the years while you've been in Belize? I know, I guess the last time I was able to go, I was able to connect with one of the boys who was struggling with, I'm thinking depression. I don't really know what he was going through. But he 
was pretty much the only one in his family who really was pursuing a relationship with God and just being able to encourage him. Like some of the boys were making fun of him because they called him pastor. And like they just looked at him as someone who was trying to be like holier than the other people and stuff like that. I was encouraging him. I was like, it's not going to be easy following Jesus. And so just being able to be there with him and like help him in his relationship with God was really, that was really awesome just to be there. And I've seen some of the boys come to know the Lord and like be baptized in the river. Like they have to go to church every Sunday, which I don't know how it works with COVID right now, but they most of the time fall asleep. They draw on their Bibles or whatever and they don't really seem like they're paying attention, but it surprises you, like, who's paying attention and having those conversations afterward. Be like, what did you guys learn in church? And they learned a lot, <laughs> more than I would think. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Well, Sarah, I am very excited for your trip. And I'd love to pray for you before we wrap mm-hmm. up the podcast. Is there anything else you want to say before we say, go get them, God bless you, can't <laughs> wait to see what happens? I may not come back. <laughs> I'm ready oh, you, to be there. <laughs> you may just stay there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> No, we're not okay with that. So we want we want you to come back. Well, I'm proud yeah. for you to serve. I'm so thankful that you're going back to mm-hmm. a, to a mission that connects with you. Yeah. Um, so the people who are listening, maybe somebody today is saying, you know, should I think about that? Or yeah. my son or daughter, would this be a good mission opportunity for them to consider? What do you think? Why why would why would somebody go serve for a week in Belize or for a summer in Belize? Yeah. Well, it's really safe where we go to the school. I know most people are like, oh, you're going to. Yeah, you're, you're leaving going the overseas. country. You're, yeah, you're leaving really the country. Yeah. But at the school, it's really safe. Like, I've never felt in danger at all there. Like, anywhere we've gone, we've always gone with someone who's a native of the country. And we never go too far from the school that we're at. Um, it's a great place just to learn how to do missions in a place that doesn't really seem, like, that much different from here. I don't know. That made sense. It does, <laughs> and I, I think there are uh, I think there are a lot of great reasons mm-hmm. for people in our church family to serve on short term missions mm-hmm. uh, and long term missions. And so, if God is nudging you, if God's stirred in your heart, I encourage you to go because I think you're going to be discipled by Jesus uh, in different contexts, out of your comfort zone, and you may you may be impressed or surprised one day about what the Lord begins in your heart when you say yes to his call to the mission field, Mm -hmm. short-term or long-term. Sarah, we're excited for you. I'd love to pray with you. Father, on behalf of our church family, I just want to pray over Sarah as she goes. I pray, Lord, a prayer of commissioning that you would bless her as she serves, that your Holy Spirit would be strong on your daughter. Not only that you would protect her, but even more, God, that you would use her that she would accomplish your purposes, that she would enjoy you, that she would be close to you in her walk, but God, that she'd be able to witness well for you, that she'd be able to represent Jesus Christ and his testimony as he rules over the church. God, I pray that you would allow her to be a blessing to the missionaries who are serving, to local people in churches and villages, and to the boys, Lord, who've come to the school for this season of their lives. I just ask that you would use Sarah, that you would powerfully use her for your glory. I thank you, Lord, and it's our joy as a church to entrust her into your care and to watch how she serves. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sarah, thanks for being on the podcast. We love you. Thanks for having me.